All right. I am Arlen Walker, and I'm live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I um, am at home with a cold, so I don't feel super great. Um, my voice sounds a little funny in my own ears, but I'm hoping it sounds all right for you guys. But I've got a, a special episode with a couple of cool things today, a couple of call-ins from listeners, as well as an unboxing, which I did one unboxing before, and it was surprisingly fun to do an audio unboxing. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've got for today. All right. Hey, Arlen, Spencer here. Um, I really enjoyed your Tom Bombadil episode. That whole idea of uh, embracing nonsense and kind of cultivating innocence, whether intentionally or not, and uh, how that, uh, the unwillingness to engage with the corrupting allure of, the, of power um, and how embracing nonsense Tom kind of transcends the meaning and the significance uh, of the ring and how it doesn't hold any sway over him because it's literally got nothing to offer him. Um, yeah, just a very, very interesting take that really speaks to my own sort of philosophy, I suppose, if you can call it that. Great episode. Yeah, well, uh, thanks, Spencer. I'm I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I just, I sort of had been thinking that there was something worth saying about Tom Bombadil and Dave Aldridge posted uh, his episode with a call-in from Shandy Andy, I want to say, about Tom Bombadil. And I, I sort of was like, okay, I ought to kind of sit down and think through exactly what it is that I want to say about Tom Bombadil. And it turned out to be this thing about Tom Bombadil's kind of nonsense poetry and his, his sort of silliness and all of that sort of stuff and how that to me ties into this really kind of linguistic concept about power and the arbitrariness of assigned meaning and all of that sort of stuff. But yeah, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Um, it was a lot of fun to talk about that. And it was fun to try out that um, sort of double posting with Dave Aldridge to, cause he and I both posted my Colin and then he added onto it and basically told, talked about a whole bunch of things that I feel like I now have to read um, in order to, be you know at the top of my game and all that sort of stuff but yeah it was it was really fun and it was a fun fun experiment in terms of um this kind of anchor interaction best left buried sounds awesome it was on my radar but thanks for the review or the overview Arlen. something i'm gonna have to get played at some time the thing that really grabbed my attention was that combat mechanic the problem with D20 systems traditionally is is the fact they're just a binary roll. Any hit is basically the same. A, an 18 or a 19 feels like it's a great roll, but it's actually no more likelihood of that than, than anything else. That always makes me feel a little bit cheated. And then you roll having got the hit and you get rubbish damage. It can be really anticlimactic sounds like this is a good way to solve that so yeah great job mate
Naps, legendary anchorite Colin Spike Pit Green calling in to talk about how Best Left Buried sounds really cool. I agree. I think it sounds really cool. I think that the you honed in on the the combat role, and I I agree that I think that's a really interesting way to have it. A all be one single role for combat, and B give you a real sense of kind of how the all the parts of the role matter because all three of those dice matter and then it also um i didn't talk about this enough in my episode but there's ways to get advantage and disadvantage on combat roles just like advantage or disadvantage on regular roles and so if you have the upper hand advantage you can roll four dice discard the lowest and use those three for building your your to hit scoring your damage Um, And then, on top of that, if your damage die is a 6, you cause an injury, a critical hit to the enemy. You cause some sort of injury that is a permanent and lasting injury to them. Which is really cool, too, because it means you're fishing for 6s for those to hit criticals, you know, to, to get criticals. And... The monsters can do it to you, too. So if a monster gets you with a six, you're going to take an injury right then and there. And it's going to be a a permanent and debilitating thing for the character. So, you know. Anyway, pretty cool stuff. Pretty, pretty neat. Um, I'm expecting to have a lot of fun with that game whenever I finally get it to the table. I have no idea when it's going to be. But it is on the list for some time eventually whenever we'll see and now i hope you guys all stuck around despite the fact that audio unboxings seem a little silly to me still but that is what i'm doing right now um you can probably hear the the packing tape tearing maybe a little bit cut cut Tear it open, one side open. Ooh, it's double boxed. I saw that on the order that they asked for it to be double boxed. Second one, what is it gonna be? Gotta deal with this layer of tape too to reveal it. I mean, I know what it is, but you don't know what it is. Although if you've been paying attention, particularly on my Twitter, you probably know exactly what this is. Um, because I was very excited when the opportunity to buy this particular product from Chaosium came up. I might need a real knife. Knife. Let's see if this will do. Oh, that worked. Okay, tape is cut with a pair pair of nail clippers because that's what was sitting next to me. Um, always improving it up, doing the unexpected. All right. Hope you heard that. That's the last little bit opening. Packing list. Order ID. 
order date 9-22-2019. So it only took four days for this to get here. Wow. From Chaosium Inc., Paladin, Warriors of Charlemagne, and Paladin Adventures. And it's Paladin Adventures. It's the one that's on top. It's not a huge book. It's fairly thin. What is it? Oh, and it has gilded pages too. I did not know that. Um, looking at in the range of 120 pages for Paladin Adventures. Um, Paladin Adventures includes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different um, adventures in it. Each of them, it looks like, you know, 15, 20 pages long. 15 pages seems to be more consistently what it is. But yeah, it is adventures for the game Paladin Warriors of Charlemagne. And Paladin Warriors of Charlemagne. This one is a tome. It is it is huge. Um it's I don't remember what it is, like 600 pages long. Something like that. No, only like 500. I was wrong. Um, but it is gorgeous. It has gilded pages. has not one but two sewn-in ribbons to keep track of your place. The cover is, um, I don't know if it's Charlemagne himself or if it's another paladin, although I think it's supposed to be Charlemagne himself because he's got a crown on. goes really well with the Pendragon 5.2 cover. And yeah, the... The whole book is just gorgeous. Um, I've had the PDF for a long time now, but I really wanted to get um, the physical copies. And the physical copies went on sale last Sunday. So, um, yeah, very exciting stuff. I'm really excited to dig further into Paladin. I, I thought I wasn't going to do anything more with Paladin in the near future. And then when physical copies came out, I decided surely, surely I have to do more with Paladin because I'm going to get these physical copies. <sighs> so yeah, Paladin Warriors of Charlemagne. I guess I'm going to do more with it. Who knows? I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do with it. But um, it is uh, its going to be pretty fun. It's a fun game. It really is just like a high-quality game. Um, and excuse me, I'm taking pictures for Twitter to show off to everybody since I was so excited about it going on sale. Yeah. So yeah, that is what I have for you guys today. Sorry if my voice sounded weird because of illness. Um, 
I hope it didn't sound too weird. It sounds pretty weird to me because one of my ears is basically completely stopped up. And so I'm not hearing anything in the right ear. Um, but Paladin, Wars of Charlemagne, very cool stuff. Very cool. It is definitely recommended um, from my my point of view. It's a a strong recommendation for a um, a game. It and King Arthur Pendragon both really really strong recommendations. Anyway, um, I think that's going to be it for today. So on to the outro. So that's the episode. That's what I got for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, contact me here on Anchor, anchor.fm slash Pelham's Wasteland. Contact me on Twitter at Cows from Powis. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to talk to you guys about these games or about this sort of stuff. Um, it, you know, is very, very cool. Um, and it was great to get Collins, guys. Spencer and Colin, both of you. It was great to get Collins from Anchor about previous episodes. So um, please keep doing so. If you if you have something that I say that you like or that you're interested in or that you want to hear more about, let me know, and I will endeavor to I endeavor to please. So yeah, all right. Uh, I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care.